Welcome to the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Journey to Heal Ministries, a ministry dedicated to helping survivors heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope in Jesus Christ. As a survivor myself, I know how challenging and lonely the healing journey can be. This podcast is dedicated to providing hope and inspiration for anyone on a journey to heal. Whether you're a survivor or love someone who is, I'm delighted you're here. I'll be sharing new episodes every Wednesday about life, faith, family, and healing from hard things for anyone who desires to go beyond surviving their past to thriving in the life they were created to live. I look forward to this journey with you. Hello and welcome to the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland, and I am delighted that you're here with me today. Today you have tuned in to episode two, and today I'm talking about what is likely the most challenging life skill for any one of us to develop, and that is this, learning to love yourself in spite of, well, yourself. Literally, it's about learning to love yourself in spite of what you've been through, what you've ever done, or what anyone has ever done to you. Talk about a journey of faith. There really is no easy path here from from my own experience. It is a process for sure. But I'm learning that kind of in my own process of healing, my own journey of healing, and certainly as I've been coming alongside others and theirs, that this is key to thriving and to living with and loving others well. You know, it's often said that hurting people hurt people. I don't know who first came up with that, but it is so true. You know, and maybe you've been on the receiving end of that, you know, been on the receiving end of someone else's hurt, or maybe you've let your pain dictate how you treat yourself and others. Hey, I've done it more times than I care to admit, and I'm sure you have too. It's a part of the human experience, but while it's true that hurting people hurt people. I also believe that it's true that healed people heal people. I think that as we address our hurt and the hurt, you know, that maybe we've been through or that we've caused other people, you know, no matter what that might look like. And as we heal from that, as we process through it and as we heal from it, we can be a healing balm to others. But I've learned that there's a key to this. And this is just been in my experience and and certainly I've seen this play out in the lives of other women that I've come alongside in their journey of healing. And I think the key that makes all of this work together is found in Matthew 22, 37 through 40. So no matter how you're tuning in with me today, whether you are uh, stepping on the treadmill right now and you're starting your workout or perhaps you are uh, sitting on the couch sipping a cup of tea or you're at work and you've got, you know, your, your headphones in and you're just listening in, ever how you're tuning in, I hope you'll just sit with me in this for a moment and let this truth just kind of sink into your heart. So Listen, Matthew 22, 37 through 40 uh, says something really profound. And the skinny version of it is this. Love God and love your neighbors as you love yourself. You see, in this passage, it's talking about or the context of it is 
a situation where Jesus was being asked by a religious leader who happened to be an expert on the law, what the greatest commandment is. And Jesus responded to him by saying this, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Quite simply, Christianity 101. I've read this passage dozens of times through the years, but only just realized the significance of the as you love yourself part. And it has been life changing for me. I heard my pastor speak on this during a sermon series he did called As You Go. He broke down the passage for me in a way that I hadn't considered before, and it has absolutely revolutionized how I look at relationships now, even how I look at my relationship with myself, if that's a thing. I think I can safely say my relationship with God has been, for the most part, first in my life since probably my late 20s. I love him with all I have, not perfectly, I might say but sincerely. And I try to keep him central in all the things that make up my life, like family, my work, my ministry, um, and pretty much anything I'm doing. But my relationship with myself and others, that has been, let's just say, complicated and messy. I mean, loving yourself has always sounded strange to me, honestly, almost like there is something not quite right about that concept. It almost seemed selfish or self-centered to me. And I'm sure it can seem that way to you too. And with good reason. I think our culture has taken the whole self-love thing to a level it just never was intended for. Um, you You spend any amount of time on social media and you'll find plenty of examples of what I'm talking about. Good grief. Oh my goodness, the selfies. So many selfies and so many people trying so hard to be seen and heard. But that's for another podcast. Seriously, though, when I think of loving myself, I think more along the lines of self-care, not selfishness or self-centeredness, but caring for myself in a way that is healthy so that I can live well and that I can love well. This hasn't always been the case for me. Um, as I shared, I just, I, I've, I've, I've not done this well. <clears throat> and really, I'm only learning this right now. I've only learned, honestly, this life hack over the last several years. And I'm still in the process of learning it today. But what I've come to realize is this. As I accept God's love and grace for me, and I truly believe in it and receive it for myself, I'm able to more freely extend his love and grace to others. That's just kind of how it works. What is more, as I take care of myself physically and emotionally and spiritually, I'm better at being in relationship with others. If you were to talk to my husband at any given point, he would tell you this is true. (laughs) In fact, quite honestly, I'm sure you're the same way. If I don't get enough sleep, I am a bear to be with. If I don't have my morning coffee, I'm a bear to be with. If I'm hungry, I'm a bear (laughs) to 
be with. And honestly, if I don't feel good about myself, if I'm if I'm unhappy with my weight or my appearance or any of those things, I'm a bear to be with. And most, most importantly, if I've not spent time in the word and I have not spent time in prayer, just talking to God and just unpacking all the things that I'm feeling and concerned about and my worries and even just my happy thoughts and joys. If I don't spend that time with him, I'm just not my best. And I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a bear to be with, although I could be at times, but I'm definitely not happy. And I'm, I'm just not centered and I'm not focused. When I do those things, take care of myself physically, emotionally, and spiritually, when I self-care, I am better at being in relationship with others. And I'm not just talking about those surface relationships that we all have, but the deep and intimate ones, the ones that really, really matter, like my husband, my children, my closest friends. It's just that simple. Maybe you're there right now. You know, maybe that's kind of where you're at in terms of self-care or maybe you're not. Maybe you don't do any of those things. You don't take care of yourself physically. You don't take care of yourself emotionally or spiritually. You don't have healthy boundaries in your life and you're just like me in the past or when I don't have my morning coffee, you're a bear to be with. Here's the thing, when we don't respect or love ourselves enough to self-care and establish healthy boundaries, we'll have a very difficult time establishing and maintaining healthy relationships with others. It's just that simple. Perhaps you're listening in and you're thinking about that broken relationship in your life right now, and maybe that relationship is broken right now because of something that you've said or done along the way and you're just filled with regret because you're listening and you're realizing I was a bear to be with with that person because of something that's going on in my life or perhaps you are the kind of person that pushes people away or sabotages relationships because you're afraid someone will see you in the way you see yourself. Maybe you realize you have some unhealed wounds and perhaps it's those wounds that are preventing you from caring for yourself in the right way, in a healthy way. I want to encourage you to love yourself enough to talk to someone who can speak to what you've been through and guide you in next steps towards healing. Maybe that someone is a professional counselor, a pastor, a mentor, or someone who is informed concerning the kind of hurt you've experienced. If your story involves abuse of any kind, I encourage you to reach out to someone who is trauma-informed. That's really important because those conversations are unique and require some knowledge and skill set in that area. So whether it's here at Journey to Heal Ministries or a local counselor in your community or a mentor or a pastor, find a safe person who is trauma-informed and a safe place for you to begin to unpack your story. 
listen, I've shared some links to certain resources that I'm familiar with in the show notes today, some, some resources that I recommend, and those may be helpful to you. Listen, taking steps towards healing is one of the most loving things that we can do for ourselves. And ultimately, it's the most loving thing that we can do for others, especially those that are within our immediate family. As I wrap up today's episode, I want to share a truth that I've come to realize in my own journey to heal. And this might not be true for you where you're at right now. You may not share my faith and you may be listening today, patiently listening to me uh, share about the love of God and the importance of, of accepting that love, but you might not be in that place and that may not be something that you've considered or, or even that you're ready to consider. So what I share with you here now is just something that I have learned in my own journey of healing. And certainly it's something that we talk about a lot here at Journey to Heal Ministries. So take it, take it for that. And certainly not me preaching at you because I'm, I'm not trying to do that. But I have learned this. The first step to loving yourself is accepting God's love for you. That, that has been really true in my life. And that sounds really easy because, okay, well, I'm accepting God's love. I can do that. I can accept God's love. But you know, I think we can do that in our head. I think it, we can, we've got the head knowledge of, okay, I've heard over and over and over again, God loves me. But it's when it drops down into our heart, when that knowledge of God's love and this has been true in my life, when that knowledge of God's love for me, that knowledge that I've had ever since I first met Jesus when I was 13 years old and I heard the gospel clearly for the first time, I accepted God's love for me. I thought I did. I made that decision for Christ, certainly. I remember it well. But I don't think I really received that love. I don't think it really sunk in until honestly in the last several years in my own healing journey as I have been healing from past sexual abuse and and physical and emotional abuse and and just in my own journey of faith, the head knowledge that I've had about God and his love has begun to become very real to me in my heart. And I've come to see myself as he sees me. And that is such a game changer. So I'm just going to say it again. The first step to loving yourself is accepting God's love for you. It's true. And as you discover who he is and what he's done for you, as you discover how wide and deep and extravagant, how unconditional and sacrificial God's love is, it will transform your life. You will come to see yourself in a totally new way and you'll find yourself moving towards wholeness. I'm not talking about some tip to help you just survive or cope with the pain you might be going through right now. 
but I'm talking about truly healing and truly learning how to thrive. As you love God with all your heart and soul and mind, as the scripture says, as Jesus told that religious leader who was an expert in the law, as you do that, his transforming love, God's transforming love will enable you to love yourself so that you can love others well. Thank you for tuning in today. Next week is very special because it's Holy Week. I'll be diving deeper into God's love for us and how accepting and embracing that love will heal and transform your life. Until then, know this, you are deeply loved by God and there is no amount of hurt that God's love won't heal.